<clears throat> well, 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 welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our first episode of the Pegwarmer Podcast. But we say first because uh, the other ones were in our previous. But now this is our official, our own official anchor. <laughs> What's up, man? Not much, just still waiting on the baby. Never oh, that's to right. Show up. <laughs> yeah, there might be some weeks there where I might have to, I might have to fly solo, but that's okay. I think we'll make it work. I think we'll make it work. So, anywho, on this beautiful Sunday, what you up to, man? Just relaxing for a bit before I have to start organizing some more shit. But on the bright side. I did pick up playing guitar again. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. And I did kind of learn how to play Comfortable Liar by Chevelle. Nice, nice. A nice little song. What was I going to say? Where are my manners? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Peg Warmers podcast, where if you don't like us... Well, then you can't get rid of us. Or <laughs> yeah. well, if you don't like us, you can't get rid of us. But and if, if you, you love, love us, you can't get enough of us. And that's the point. That's the point. And this week, I, I gotta say it was pretty uneventful. Work was... But no one wants to hear about that. No, uh, no. Absolutely not. People want to uh, hear about good stuff. Good stuff, like... not terrible stuff. Or I mean, maybe you do want to hear terrible stuff. I mean, that's the whole point of the that's the whole point of the podcast. It's you true, know, right? It's like warmers. walking in. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like walking in a store and what? It's yeah, just like walking into a store, expecting to find a Power Ranger wave, and they're all gone. Oh Not my god! Not even a big warmer. <laughs> that's that's worse. Oh my god, that happened to me, dude. You know, fucking. You know, I went Monday of this past week, and you know, for those that you, you know, for our audience that don't know, uh, I, I talked about it before already. I made a big boy purchase when I purchased the new car, and that Monday, that fucking Monday, and I said I was not going to use the word fuck a lot, but I'm going to really reduce it after this one. I go to the store, and I see the entire damn wave. The Which entire wave? damn wave. Wave, Which wave are you referring eight to? Of the lighting collection. So, I mean, I'm talking the whole wave. Pink lights. I mean, pink light speed. Pink uh, <laughs> SPD. Don't tease my dick like that. <laughs> I'm talking pink SPD, Red Lost Galaxy, Green Zeo, uh, Blue Dino Thunder. They're all. They're all there. I was just about to say it again. They're all there, dude. They're all there. And I'm like, oh! Oh, I was like, why? Why do I not have any money? So I get, you know, I got paid at the end of the week. And I go back to my... As we normally do. Right, you know, as any normal person that works an everyday job. uh, We, I mean we, I went to the store, went to my local Target. And long and behold, only the the, uh, red uh, Lost Galaxy Ranger was there. And I was like, well... That's just fantastic. I don't need that one. So, they were all gone, dude. Someone picked up that entire wave. And I was so mad. Luckily, Saturday or for the boys couldn't be truer because I go to a separate Target. The second nearest Target. And I find Green Zeo and Blue Dino Thunder. And I was very happy. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. I was like, yes, I finally have them. So that's been my recent pickup. I got a red red Zeo, (laughs) green Zeo, and blue uh, Dino Thunder. And my God, not that this has to be a toy review, but that blue Dino Thunder has got to be like one of my favorite figures I've ever picked up. Really? Seriously. (laughs) You were pretty happy when we picked up, well, yeah, when we picked up Red Dino Thunder. Yeah, you know, the thing about Dino Thunder, too, is it's not something that, uh, it's not a series I, like, was heavily into. 
I mean, I remember watching it because there was nothing else on TV on Saturday mornings, and and I've told you well, before, yeah, Tommy thousand, was on there. right? And Tommy was on there. I've told you a million times. That's the only reason I stuck with it for a little bit, but then I remember kind of just falling off, going in and out, going in and out. But uh, that was probably the last series that I was like remember having some sort of interest in Power Rangers, and uh, when I when uh, but I always liked their costumes. Like that, you know, if you're a Ranger fan, I think you get what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to necessarily always like a season, but if you like the like the suit and the helmets, you're like, oh man, that's badass, and that kind of like always sticks with you. So when we started getting those red, uh, the red, when we started getting the Dino Thunder series, uh, I was very much into it, very much into it. Red looked really sharp. And it's funny because I didn't even pick them up. I didn't even pick them up in the Legacy line. I was like, yeah, whatever. But again, they didn't come with weapons, and that's kind of what deterred me away. Aside from that, Dino Thunder was one of the... I believe Dino Thunder was, uh, what, wave two or three of the of the Legacy line? And, yeah. they, and they still had... Um, they were still part of that first batch of, uh, of uncorrected helmets. Yep. Yep, so um, I, I, could, I could argue that maybe, maybe that's the reason why you didn't pick them up. Yeah, the, the, the first... Even the... You know the Mighty Morphin helmets. They didn't really even get them that right to begin with, with the second metallic wave, like that armor wave that they had. But it looked a lot better than what was originally released. But I feel like that's a horse that I'm gonna beat that until <laughs> the end of time. It's just one of those things uh, that when they did it, it was fine. But now that Hasbro's doing it, it's better. <laughs> and you can totally tell, like that. Do that shield is everything it just makes the figure oh my god you gotta see it I wish I, was, I wish I could yeah I know but uh you know you can see it if you log on to my <clears throat> sorry uh, I'm just trying to plug my Instagram uh, at dannyboy 2099mm and I post I try to post all my new uh findings but you know, we're working on an Instagram, and I'll be posting in two places so that everyone can see our goodies when we hunt in the wild. Yeah, yeah, occasionally. Hopefully with this Instagram page, too. I tend to go live a little bit, in a way. Where usually when I'm hunting, I'll usually document what I'm finding. Uh, but speaking of which, one of my coworkers sent me a text. He found white dino thunder out in the wild. And unfortunately, I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to spend money on myself, so I had to pass it up. You know what's funny is uh, with the white Dino Thunder, uh, they better re-release them because I refuse to pick them up because of the stupid helmet. And we've talked about this before, but I think it's only fair that uh, that's another horse we're not we're not going to stop beating. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know we got red, blue, and white, but the white sucked ass. Come on, guys. Know, and he's a sixth ranger. Sixth rangers I, usually get more love. I know. I know. It's just so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Because, <laughs> you know, they're going to release Yellow. Or they're going to release Tommy. And I know I'm going to pick him up. And I'm going to be like, where the fuck is my sixth ranger? Oh, yeah. Hasbro didn't fix their problem. They have to re-release him. Like, they've re-released every other ranger. I mean, if they can re-release Goldar, they can re-release the White Ranger. They are re-releasing a White Ranger. <laughs> they did re-release him, didn't he? I mean, they even re-released the White Ranger, like uh, Tommy. Mm-hmm. But, anywho, that's just uh, that was my recent pickup for the week, and uh, I was actually able to snatch a few more Pokemon cards. Have you opened them? Yep, I did. And unfortunately, I mean, I know I was, I bought extra because I wanted to see if I can get you that Torchic. No dice. No dice. I'm sorry, man. It's, it's okay. I, I'm still hunting for the second gen ones because I, I have no second, I only have Chikorita. I need a Toe Dial and what's his fucking face? Uh, Cyclone? I think that's his last form. Cyndaquil. Why am I? I need Cyndaquil. That was like my favorite. Technically, Toadow is my favorite second gen starter because I'm a water type enthusiast. 
But uh, Cyndaquil is pretty badass because once he gets the Typhusion, it's pretty badass. But that's kind of like Magikarp. No one likes Magikarp until you get a Gyarados. <laughs> like, oh. Another, um, I was talking to to another another close friend of ours, Matt. Oh, okay. Um, he works at Walgreens, and he said that people were coming into his store looking for booster for Pokemon booster packs because McDonald's was only doing the starters, but out in the wild they were doing they had a 25th they they were releasing booster packs of the 25th anniversary cards, so like you could get you can get basically any Pokemon of your choosing. Well, if you found them, you get any Pokemon of your choosing with like with uh, the 25th anniversary stamp and artwork. Really? Mm-hmm. That I didn't know. Yeah, this 25th anniversary, <clears throat> people don't make a big deal about it because they're like, there's just Pokemon cards, but whenever you say limited run and there's a collector item, it's gonna make a big impact, especially for something like Pokemon. This is not your average uh, card game. This thing takes a life of its own and it really holy does. shit. It really does, and every so often, no momentum stops. But, but since Pokemon is is a huge thing, like I don't know if you remember what happened a few years ago with Pokemon Go, how how it oh, just of course. how Dude. it got everybody everybody to like uh, back in back in exercise. You know they were out like walking. The biggest yeah. thing ever. Yeah, it was it was the biggest push that Pokemon's ever had, aside from the anime. Yeah, it is. It's pretty wild. That's something that uh, I'm surprised we haven't talked about, but I guess it's never come up. I was never into Go, personally, but I remember you and almost everybody else that I knew were out and about battling Team, uh, what was it? Uh, what was the fire uh, that everyone hated? Team what? Oh, um, it was um, Mystic Instinct and... Uh, there you go. Oh, what the fuck was the other one though? But there was there was like legit beef. They're like, oh fuck this team, screw that team, <laughs> and uh, all those memes where like Entei was in Mount Everest and they're like, come find me, and people <laughs> going up there like, oh okay, you want to go? You see, y'all want to play? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Pokemon. That's what's interesting about this like 25th anniversary. Like, uh, during our last episode... Valor. It was Valor. Yes. Yes. They were saying, screw that team. Man, I I keep wanting to drop those (laughs) F-bombs. Oh, but I was... To put it in in street terms, it was basically Bloods versus Crips. (laughs) Yeah, for real, man. It was was a nerdy version of that. But, uh... If, you know, for our faithful listeners, they'll know that, uh... I pulled that uh, holographic Pikachu in our uh, opening mm-hmm. in the last episode, and man, that one card alone goes for like so much on its own that I'm like, holy crap, it's just a holographic Pikachu, but I mean, supply and demand, you know, that's the card everybody wants. You know, if someone had an extra one, they could really make a couple, like the easiest hundred dollars just by putting that card up on eBay or something. But what do I know? I'm not a scalper. I don't flip items for cash. I mean, hey, gotta make money somehow. But you know, that's just not the way I do things. Oh yeah, and like, like uh, I'm, we've talked about this before. I don't know if we've, t- I don't know if we've talked about it on record. Um, but um, I know, I know this is a conversation we've had. Like, we get it, we get it. You know, this is your livelihood. This is how you make money. But at the same time, you gotta be realistic. Right, I just I just think that skill set, it just it it takes effort, but it's so minimal. It's just kind of like, oh well, you're gonna just buy enough of something and then just sell it back. It's it's like almost like a stock, but it's not. And then you know, the return on your investment is gonna be very limited. Like if you owned your shop and people brought stuff to your shop and you gave them an offer to take things off their hands and then sell it to your shop then that's different. See, I think if you're a business owner, you're centering your business around it. But I'm talking about like, you know, and you and me, we go to cons all the time, or at least we did, you know, when shit was open. 
But yeah, uh, back in a long, long <laughs> time ago, <laughs> in the before years. Um, but what train of thought here? Uh, but when we used to go to like even smaller toy conventions, like you'd see people try to flip those Deadpool's when they first came out for like oh eighty, ninety dollars. Moon Knight or, was a big one too. Moon Knight, uh, that two pack. That Jean Grey, that uh, Jean Grey, that Phoenix and Cyclops two pack. Oh my God, dude, yes. I mean, you. I mean, just certain figures always like stick a. <clears throat> they still got like a sore thumb, like a sore um, like a sore thumb because like when you talk about like anything Star Wars too, like those uh, people were selling uh, Boba Fett like a hundred dollars at any convention you go to. Or the Dark Maul. Oh my god, I'm so glad they re-released them. Because it was like, fuck all these scalpers, I hate... I just can't stand it, because you want to get something and you can't. Because then these fucking people want to flip and Again, I'm not... Like, if you're the type of person that just buys shit and then flips it, fuck you, I don't give hold a on, shit. Hold Stop on, hold on. listening. Maybe, maybe not all of them. Not all no. of them. Like, like they're, no, no. They're, we, we have met people that do scalp, but they'll sell them for... They'll make... They'll make a smaller profit off of it, you know, like they're. But that's different. Like, yeah. uh, that's different. I'm talking about like people that buy for the sole purpose of selling it for like three times oh, its yeah. value. Yeah, if you're one of like, those, if, fuck you. Yeah, like all those people that like buy thousands, of, like tens of PS5s where no one can get their fucking hands on one. Fuck you, dude. It's like you're not even. Uh, that doesn't even benefit the marketplace if if people go out there and they can't get it. It's like, then you realize, like, oh, there's shortages. Like, no, there's just fucking assholes that bought a bunch of them and are, are trying to hold out to make more. And again, if that's how you make your living, to each their own. I'm just saying, that's just a pretty shitty way of trying to extort value out of something that already has a market value. But that's just me. What do I know? But I can't remember what we were trying to say. Oh, so yeah, like, like we've seen it happen before with things not just Pokemon cards. Like, just right off the bat, though, those are the ones that stuck out of my head when we used to go to conventions. Or uh, certain people are like, oh, well, you know, I I can't go lower than thirty or thirty-five for like the newest Spider-Man figure when they're out. And you know the guy I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Call him out by name, but uh, every time we go to that con, and we're like. You know, we just we would just go for fun and just ask like, "Let's hear the like, hey, dude, you want to hear a joke? Let's go ask this guy how much <laughs> he's selling this for." Because this is ridiculous. I was like, "Dude, you're gonna have a museum of figures that no one's gonna want." Oh yeah, no oh, yeah. And to piggyback off that off that one dude, no disrespect. He's a cool guy. He's a real cool guy. It's just uh, for the time at the time. Well, what was it? I think it was the the homecoming wave it was cosmic spider and um and homemade suit spidey and i think he wanted 30 for each and he was not budging yeah for real and i was like 30 i was like that's crazy but it's like what are you supposed to do like you should the whole purpose of going to a store is so you can go there and get what you want people make it their livelihood to be there first and get it hoping that they're going to make more money off of it and I understand it but it's just stupid oh and another example there's this other there's this other seller I think he still has it he has the entire Jubilee wave of uh, X-Men figures that, that was a Toys R Us exclusive. Oh, yeah, I remember. He has that set, and I think he wanted, like, two to three hundred for for the whole set. Yeah, no, no thanks. And the and only you know, the one stores... I really wanted was the Wolverine. The stores kind of do this to themselves, too, whenever they put something, like, exclusive next to it. Uh-huh. Like a Target exclusive or Toys R Us exclusives at the time. Oh my god, that's just like a godsend for these guys to say, well, you know, it's an exclusive, so I have to charge you more. It's like, or, or, you could just go, you know, go fuck yourself. just go to hell. Yeah, or you could just go to hell, sir. Uh, that's not happening, and I just refuse to pay scalper prices sometimes. And I've been pretty lucky I haven't had to do it, 
but you know I've seen it happen and it just sucks and it always makes me want to hit those people across the head like what are you doing man <laughs> it's like you can't give in but some people just they're willing to pay those prices and I guess that's why they're there I know I know and uh Jesus if you think we're talking about you yeah we are <laughs> oh that was such a terrible day I remember <laughs> he bought a it was they were doing those uh, Kenner uh, boxes to make them look vintage and it was Han Solo C-3PO Leia for the 40th anniversary I think mm-hmm. if I remember correctly and our buddy Jesus oh my god or you know let's just be politically correct I mean he calls him Slayton Tristan Zayden Jesus uh We'll call him Alex for now. Uh, or Jesse's girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, he bought like Han Solo for like 70 bucks and bought like C3PO and R2D2 for like another 50 or 60 bucks. And I like, I wanted to punch him across the face like any good friend at that point. He's like, well, dude, like, I've, I've gone to stores and I couldn't find him. I'm like, dude, you just gotta be a little more patient. Not, but, like, two weeks later, we see them at stores for, like, you know, their retail price, and he's like, damn. And I was like, you know, lesson learned. You know, lesson learned. Sometimes you have to splurge, and I get it. Sometimes you gotta splurge. I think he ended up doing the same thing when he got Anakin and Obi-Wan from Revenge. Oh, my God, that's right. That guy, I swear, dude. And I remember when I bought mine, I was like, you see what happens when you wait? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Danny. I know, for real. But <laughs> it's just ridiculous. But anywho, you know, it, this this almost leads into a good discussion point. Like, if, for any fans out there, uh, I would love to read your stories, and I would, l- and you can send those out. What's our email, Victor? Oh yeah, our email. We are. You can find <laughs> us. You can find us at pegwormerpodcast at gmail.com and uh, you know please write us let us know about the stories I would love to hear your scalper stories because no, there's nothing like a good like screw these motherfuckers kind of story yeah, but uh we all we all have one trust me I'm more than willing to talk about mine <laughs> yeah for real man we 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 all have one there's there's not a twig, there's not a collector in any medium in any media I should say that doesn't go through this but I think more so in certain things, uh, figures is one that I think is a lot bigger. Figures, cars, and like certain antiques. But like since figures is a much more, uh, it's like it's much more a commodity because it, it keeps being reproduced. You see it just more often than something like antique cars that they don't make anymore. Yeah, you know, with with those, that, the stories are a little bit more debatable. Right, but it's like with something like figures, I think it's it's a little more relatable only because you know something could come out a month prior, and I don't know how these people get their hands on it, and then they're already selling it for double. And you know it is what it is. You know if I were these companies, I would look at that and go, I don't care that they're buying it from me and they're still making business. They're like they're profiting off stuff that we're not making, and that's not and that's money we're not seeing. Like that's not right. Yeah it's like it should it should go to the manufacturer to some extent only so that we could keep getting more waves and maybe we'd get the figures we want but they're like ah we know that the people are gonna flip this and this one and so what's the point but point is to not let them win <laughs> speaking of letting them win this marked or Friday I should say I, I only said it because I saw it yesterday this marks the season finale of a show that was keeping me looking forward to Fridays more so than I already do because I'm off weekends and that's WandaVision finally finished how about that episode dude I, I don't even know where to start it was good it was sad it was it was a lot it was a lot but you know I feel like I've been talking a lot what did you think of the episode, Victor? Blow it me away. Was, it was phenomenal. I actually expected the fight between Vision to go from Man of Steel to a debate, basically. 
<laughs> you know, I made that joke when he was talking his way out. I was like, using science to resolve conflict <laughs> and not violence. <laughs> Fucking the other vision's like, I request you elaborate. <laughs> oh, certainly. <laughs> what if <laughs> what if vision and vision are same person? Are same person. <laughs> <laughs> You know that would have worked perfectly. It um, did work perfectly. I just love yes. how they were talking, how they how they were debating the ship of Theseus. Yeah, it's uh, that's a very interesting concept. When they were doing it, I was like, "Huh, throwing philosophy in there? Interesting." Uh, I've taken a philosophy class or two in my life, um, and I think what I really like this episode because you know we never really do a breakdown is uh, we'll get painted like do breakdowns. Our, yeah, I know, for real. I think one of those one of the things that I personally liked about this episode was you see, it, Marvel does a really good job at uh, making you think one direction, and you know, I, we always fall for it. We always know she's good, like Wanda was always going to be okay, but I, you know, in that moment, I get sucked into that reality, and when her hands start getting black, she was losing her powers. You know, I it legit had me for a second. Like, holy crap, Agatha's really gonna uh, take over. And then all of a sudden, we see that Scarlet Witch costume, and it was like, oh, oh my god. It, it was just, it's good. Almost reminds me of Magneto, which I almost thought was on purpose. Like that she is the daughter of Magneto. I know, goddammit, but <laughs> not in this universe. Yet. Yet. <laughs> um, but one of the uh yeah, that was one of those like that purple red, that rich purple red, almost velvet kind of costume. I'm like, man, that's that's very magneto like and I and I was I knew it was on purpose. Like there's no way that was on accident. Uh-huh. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I love every moment of it, down to the fight. Once, once Agatha le, uh, let go, let go of the twins. Uh, we finally get to see the twins kind of in action. Although I would have preferred a slow mo of um, of uh, fuck Tommy. I think Tommy's the fast one. I would have loved to see at least an X Men style slow mo. Where he's just messing up, messing up the security guards, taking their weapons and stuff. Because he even t- he even wears a hat and sunglasses, yeah. just like, just like Quicksilver no, did. No. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But uh, Evan Peters is Quicksilver from X Men. Days of Future Past. Yeah, Days of Future Past. I would love to see a, a montage like that. That would have been the ultimate. The ultimate, yeah, that would have been the that would have been the ultimate. Yeah, answer. it really would have. It would have been like, ah, you motherfuckers, <laughs> you sneaky, sneaky. with the Quicksilver and Peter, we're same person, <laughs> and it turns out that that was actually the most disappointing yeah. part. It really was. It really what was. was. And then also, Ralph Boner, Ralph Boner. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, oh man, that's fucking horseshit. But also, also the first name we've been—we should have figured out his name was Ralph, based on what Agnes was saying. You know, just in hindsight, with all the episodes, she always mentioned her husband. Her husband's name is Ralph. She never gave a last name, and that's why they couldn't. And remember, uh, remember an episode? What was it two or three when they were, when they were going through, and um, when they had the headshots and of the of the missing people? Oh, that's right. Good call, Victor. Agatha, uh, yeah, Ag- Agatha didn't. They couldn't figure out what her real name was, and I'm using air quotes here. Yeah. What was her name? And it makes sense. Like, hmm. But. Yeah, they couldn't figure it out, and you know we ended up getting the reveal that it was Agatha Harkness. But there was one person that was missing too, and it turned out to be Ralph. It's true. I can't believe I I, I never noticed that, and uh, it fucking Kevin Feige. It's sneaky. 
Dude, I'm sorry. That sneaky mm-hmm. bastard. Oh, I'm gonna jump around. Oh, what, what's up? No, yeah, we have the Holy Trinity at Disney now. There's Kevin Feige, John Favreau, and Dave Filoni. <laughs> st- that meme always gets the best of me. When uh, she's got what is it, Kennedy, showing the three movies to uh, Dave Filoni, and just Filoni just tosses him <laughs> like Luke, like get that shit out of my face. <laughs> the only acceptable last shit I mean. That is the best part. You know, that's my favorite part of Last Jedi, and it never happened. And that's, like, my favorite part. Um, you know, one thing that I was kind of disappointed in, and I don't know why I expected it, but, you know, I was really kind of hoping Doctor Strange would make an appearance. Yeah, we only got the name drop. And not even the name drop, it was just the, when Agatha mentioned that Wanda was even in when, um, or that the Scarlet Witch was even stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme. You already know that's Doctor right. Strange. Right, I was just that's what I was thinking. I was like, huh, stronger than Doctor Strange. I almost find that hard to believe. But then, no, I can't help but wonder with the Scarlet Witch now, now here in the in in this reality, does that make her the strongest Avenger? <laughs> That's the uh, as guardians of the galaxy, the strongest of them. <laughs> well, not anymore. Thor. I know, for real. Like Scarlet Witch could have taken out uh, fucking Thanos if she really wanted to, but you know, he uh, he had some heavy artillery. But far from the point. Uh, I also like that. Uh, what is the what? Is it, Photon? You see the scrolls? Uh-huh. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's such a nice callback to to Captain Marvel." She was in Captain Marvel. Yeah. She was playing the little girl, but oh yeah, um, you're gonna see her in Captain. I Marvel think it's too. Nick Fury that's calling yep, her. Yep, because the last we saw Nick Fury at the end credits scene from Far From Home, he was in a scroll ship. He sure was. So I was very excited to see that. I'm like, oh, they're introducing the scrolls. It's all coming together. The Marvel Universe, the Cinematic Universe is still in play. You just need the mutants. And Which I think that's what the show's going to be called. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They dropped a show. I think uh, the X-Men show they're going to do is called The Mutants, which apparently, to my, I didn't know this, was originally what Stanley was going to call the X-Men comics. They ended up going with the name X-Men instead of the mutants. Yeah, I kind of like that shit. It's kind of like how in Rebels, they used Darth Vader's original design for his helmet. Oh yeah, with the more angrier look. And, uh, yeah, and instead of what they went with the cinematic uh, version, and this, I, I like little shit like that. But yeah, the, the episode goes on where like you know, Photon gets the best of Ralph, and she sees that she's under. He's under Agatha's spell because uh, uh, Nicholas. she's on top of him, and like she's—I guess she's able to detect the energy waves. And she sees that it's only the necklace that's being controlled. Uh, and then, like, she goes to save the kids, and like, she can stop bullets that go through her, or not stop them, but slow them she down. Definitely slowed them down. Yeah, she was absorbing the kinetic energy. Fucking look at you dropping some scientific knowledge on me. That's exactly what it was. Um. Fucking Haywire, though. He's about to shoot these fuck. I mean, sure, they're not real, but he was about to shoot these non-existent. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, you're not real anyway. No, yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, that's how you know Marvel does a great job at at at, uh, at writing writing characters because we can already tell from the first the first couple interactions we've had with Hayward back in, in episode two or three, there was always something off about him. There's always something right. off, and you just were not really uneasy, but always, always had your guard up whenever Hayward was around. And now we see it come to fruition, where it turns out he was basically violating a ton of federal laws to get to get what he wanted. He's violating, you know, he didn't even sign it, but he violated the Sokovia Accords. <laughs> I keep referencing that. It's like, oh my god. There needs to be a Sokovia Accord like manual that they release that only a few fans will buy that actually show what the hell was in those accords. Because they seem to go back to them quite a bit. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, it's funny because I was watching Endgame yesterday because I was bored, and I just rewatched Endgame because that's a great way to kill three hours. And it just, whenever I see Scarlet, when I saw Scarlet Witch come in, and uh, the fact that there was no vision, I was just kind of like, oh, this is so nice. And then you have that interaction with Hawkeye and uh, Wanda at the end. Uh-huh. And it's kind of like, I like that her story continues. And it's just like, it really does feel like the best way to go at this post game. Yeah. Not that far from home. Uh was doing it but you know they threw witches the name witches was uh brought down a lot on far from home as i recall it which they're like oh i'm a man of science witches witches and i was like i wonder if they knew that that was the direction they were gonna go well it's just or if that was just a happy coincidence yeah that's just uh those are just great little drops i don't know if marvel's doing it on purpose where they just sprinkle a little bit here and then go back to it later yeah for real but these payoffs are fantastic. Oh yeah, and definitely, like, definitely. If and if if you're like us and you not really analyze it, but like just watch it a couple times and you start noticing different things and are are vastly knowledgeable within the Marvel comic universe, you 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 pick up you pick up these things and you just remember you just remember it like from watching the um, just from just from watching it. Yeah, no, I get I get what you're trying to say, and I I sometimes don't like going too deep into like fan theories because then when they don't pay out, you're disappointed. Yeah, but I don't really I don't really let it get the best of me because it's kind of like as I've said it before, you know, the writers I think have a pretty good understanding on what to, like what the great path's going to be, and Marvel's I'm sure spent a lot of money in research and development to keep us entertained. And while fan theories are fine. That's just all they're ever gonna be. Yeah, some of them do come true, some of them do come true, and you know, it says everything has to follow a script. And if we can guess the script, if we can guess elements of the script, we'll be fine. Obviously, not everything's yeah. gonna be I... right on hitting the nail right on the head, but exactly. You know, it's just I'm happy with the way Marvel's doing it. I love what the writers do, and I've. I'm expecting a lot of great things. You know, it's funny. Was I? I think I can't be the only one that thought that Vision transferred his consciousness to the White Vision, and that that the White Vision turned himself into the normal Vision. But then when I saw him fucking fade away, I was like, "Oh wow, the White Vision's still out there." But now he has the memories back of everything that happened to uh-huh. him, pre getting his fucking skull smashed in. But you know. I wouldn't want to relive that a whole bunch either, but that's very interesting, and I know that they're going to pay off that vision again later on, like, he's going to come back in the, maybe, Doctor Strange or another show, you know he's going to make another appearance, he's not gone. Oh no, no, definitely, now, I don't know what this vision is going to do, maybe he, maybe he went, so, maybe he went to go find some, some sort of, um, Stark, Stark server just to download more memories that might have been unlocked or lo- locked right. away somewhere. But eventually, I really hope this vision remembers Wanda and how much he cares about her and goes out to find her. I remember the uh, theories of like they were going to bring back Ultron that way because part of him still probably existed in Vision, and I was like, oh, that would have been cool, but nah, fuck that. I kind of like Vision, and you know, when Vision does appear, I know I just hope he comes back sooner, because you know, Red Skull wasn't in the MCU for many, many, many years until we finally saw him again on the big screen. So if they could not take as long, that'd be great. Because that was my biggest thing when I remember when I first saw Captain America, and then the years just kept going, and I'm like, where the hell's Red Skull? <laughs> Bullshit. But don't get me wrong, when he finds the, the payoff was worth it, but it just, I still feel it took too long. Because, like, even Adam, uh, what the hell is his Adam name? Warlock? From Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, I don't know why I forgot his name, but yeah, like, we, they still have to pay off Adam Warlock in uh, another Guardian movie. 
because they teased them at the end of part two. Yeah, and that's, and that's going back to the fan theories. We were hoping to see Adam Warlock in Guardians 2 to set him up as fighting Thanos for for Endgame. Right, because that's what happens in the comics. Uh-huh. And like I said, we can only guess the script. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be correct, but I don't know. I I still would have liked to see Adam Warlock in in Infinity War or or Endgame or something or something. But you know, it's not. Here's hope. I don't even know what his role is gonna be now. But what, what the hell's the difference now? Well, you could probably fight the alternate version of himself, Magnus. Well, one can only hope they can do a lot of things, <laughs> but, you know, there's a there's a lot more to look forward to, you know, like, we've said it before, like, Loki and Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier, but, you know, we also got Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, and they released pictures of... Natalie Portman and she is bulking up. I have to check that out. I have not seen those pictures I that saw you're one, referring to. I saw one. She has been working out. She is worthy to wield Mjolnir. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm saying, like she, I, I, she her up, her upper body, her, her up. She, she looks beefier. I right. She looks like she could. Not Padme, but like she's got the force now. <laughs> yeah. I also heard this rumor, and I don't know what the validity to it though, is that they want to do a Qui Gon series, and that apparently Liam Neeson is very on board. I just don't see how that would work. I don't see how that would work either. Liam Neeson is far too old for that. Yeah, I mean, maybe when he was younger. Although it would be nice to see. Maybe if they went the animated route and just had him voice his lines. That could work. I would settle for that. Yeah, because it's still good. It would still be good. I would love I would love to see anything before the Phantom Menace. Uh, Raya? The new Disney Plus movie. Yeah. Uh, my uh, fiance, fiance, bought it recently with her family, and so now we have it too. Uh, I should say, you know, my future family, but you know, that's that's not what the show's about. <laughs> um, and I'm definitely gonna. I was trying to watch it earlier so I could have some. I could review it on today's episode, but man, I just have not had a chance to watch it. But I will watch it tonight, and I will notes on it so I can talk about it next week. Oh, yeah, but other news. What's uh, up? Chevelle has dropped their new album, and I oh, am yes. in love with it. No, I'm kind of indifferent about it. I listened to it all the way through once through, and I wasn't feeling it. But I also was pretty busy, so I didn't have a chance to, like immerse myself into it I'm definitely going to give it another listen to tomorrow like while I'm at work uh-huh. and I'm definitely going to see how if I feel different about it but uh, I like a lot of the songs there oh yeah uh, which one was definitely something we can jam out to oh yeah I've been washing dishes I've been driving I've been cleaning the house to that album front to back I, I'm pretty sure I've listened to it over 20 times by now, like from start to finish. Let me see. I like Self Destructor, Peach, and So Long Mother Earth. Um, I like um, Verrucked, So Long Mother Earth, uh, Pistol Star. Test, test enough. Remember when? Endlessly. Ghost razors. Yeah, uh, it's a good. I I definitely appreciate that Chavel comes out with a new album because I need new music in my life. Yeah. You know, so, someone that uh, you probably have never heard, 
that's someone that uh, every time they come out with a new album, I get a little excited because he has that classic swing style. Uh, this guy named Sal Valentinetti, Valentinetti is like a very kind of like Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra kind of guy. Uh-huh. And he was on uh, he was on America's Got Talent, I think. And he made it pretty far, but he got eliminated. And uh, I remember like he was buzzing pretty hard like a couple years ago. And then I didn't hear anything. And then on Apple Music one day, I was like, oh, let me look this motherfucker up. And like, cause you know, I was like, I want to see if he has any uh, good albums or if he has any singles, cause I really like his voice. He just dropped a new album too, and dude, I, I'm just—he has such like that classic swing dance kind of jazz voice that it's fucking beautiful. Okay. So I definitely have been listening to two of the. I've been going through those two albums back and forth, and uh, I'll listen to. When I say back and forth, I did only listen to the Chevelle album once all the way through, but there's songs that I like from that album, but I haven't, to really appreciate the album, like I usually do with bands like Chevelle or like Linkin Park or, you know, like actual bands, I feel like I have to listen to it all the way through and really appreciate the art, like the art Ugh. in its entirety. That's kind of what I always liked about Eyeshine. Um, yeah. Well, even so, even so, with bands like that, I would love to have a, because uh, when I listened to the Chevelle album, I actually went, um, uh, I didn't use my AirPods to listen to them, I plugged in, I plugged in my headphones, just wish I had a nice pair of Sony XBs to listen, to properly li- enjoy it with. Yeah, I, I, I hear you, man. Those <laughs> Sony XBs do make a difference. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but, but with uh, with bands like Eyeshine, like man, I remember when the when their last album came out. Yeah, Shock Dust. Oh no, it was uh, their second. That was their second to last. Let me look up with their because uh, that was a pretty good album too. Yeah. Oh man, hearing that album front to back, that was a good album. Gone tomorrow. That's what it was called. They had two. It was Shock Dust and Gone Tomorrow. Those two are really good albums, man. Because uh, you know which one I'm talking about when I say Gone Tomorrow, right? I believe For, so. Uh, yeah, because there was two. There was Choctaw, which is the one you and me just went like goo goo gaga over. And then the one that came after that was really good, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one's got like, I want to feel... Anyways, uh... That one's a really good album. You know, for anyone that doesn't know what Eyeshine is, it's uh, uh, Johnny Young Bosch's alternative rock band. And, you know, at first I was kind of like, ah, oh, great, another person that, another celebrity that wants to make in the music business. But uh, surprisingly, you know, well, not surprisingly because the guy's really talented, but damn, can he sing and damn, can he play? Yeah. Such a damn good band. It's like, I'm not trying to compare him to Jared Little, but it's like, to me, Jared Little could do no wrong. The guy is like a phenomenal actor and also a hell of a fucking band. I mean, like should a we? Front man? Do you, like, holy shit. Do you want to talk about Suicide Squad? Sure. Because <laughs> Jared Little's performance in that one. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Let's not go there. I can't believe I fell into your trap. No, you, you, don't don't need to. you activated my trap card, Kaiba. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. With the exception of Suicide Squad, <laughs> you know, to quote him in uh, Justice League, we live in a society <laughs> that remembers that performance. Speaking of, it's I think it's in a couple weeks they're gonna start. We're gonna get Kong versus Godzilla. It's finally here, and then the Justice League. It is in chapters. They said they weren't going to do it in chapters, and then they're going to do it in chapters. A fucking... No, it is in chapters. Yeah, it's fucking five or six chapters. I feel like maybe they're saying that they... they... Fuck. Are they going to Batman Arkham Knight us, where they're telling us it's not Jason Todd, but it is Jason Todd? <laughs> <laughs> Not again, DC. Not again. <laughs> they can't. Oh, man. 
I would like to see it like a full like I was I will will be willing to sit down for six hours in that movie. I mean, I would have sat down for as long as they needed me to, but just show me the movie. Yeah. <sighs> so eventually, well, what if they do do it in chapters? What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna wait until all the chapters are out so I can watch it. No, through. they're gonna they're all, they're gonna be released all at once. It's just the movie's broken out in chapters. That's stupid. That, you know, I thought the same thing, which is why I thought they weren't going to do it. Like, I would just sit down and watch the four-hour-long movie. But, again, what do I know? Yeah. I'm merely a fan. But I think that does it, man. I think, uh, unless you got anything to add, buddy. No, this, uh, Shabala was is amazing. I'm... Yeah. I, I, I love, well, then again, I'm personally biased towards Chevelle anyway. They're, you know, a Chicago band, and I'm really prideful to be part of the city. Exactly. I get it. I understand the feeling. Uh, but, you know, if, if our fans want to ask us any questions, where can they reach us at, Victor? Well, you can send us your emails, your suggestions at pegwarmanpodcast at gmail.com, or you can look for us personally on Instagram until we get, until the podcast gets its own Instagram. You can find me at Xia underscore double O riser. And you can find my friend Dan here at Danny Boy 2099MM. Feel free to reach out, follow, send me a message. We're good guys, man. We're good guys. Yeah. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Yeah, you know, any and any any specific topics you want us to do, talk about, or any specific figure you're looking for that that you want or you're on the fence of that you, you want us to talk about, maybe go a little bit in depth, please reach out to us. We'll we'll gladly answer any any questions or concerns that, that you guys might have. Exactly. And sometimes I feel like we don't go into do tough too much depth because we don't know what you know you guys want to hear like maybe you guys really do want to hear us to go in depth about something and have some sort of analytical breakdown and you know plots character development you know how we feel about those things i mean we're capable of doing it i just yeah. don't know if that's what you guys want to hear yeah, but uh i i can promise you we're not going to go the disney route and just and just introduce a female character that's five times stronger than a seasoned force user yeah, no, I mean, that's kind of, we love women, and we love strong characters, just it, do it right. <laughs> it needs to be just, it needs to be justifiable within a, within a timeline. Exactly. But anywho, from all of, from you and me here at the Peg Warmers Podcast, this is your boy Danny. And this is Vic. And uh, we're signing out, you guys take care, and uh, reach out to us, you bastards. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh shit! <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, I hit, I, uh, fuck! I, I, I hit the left recording. Nope. <laughs> Officially. Bye. <laughs>